Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to Wizards and Pixie Dust Podcast with your hosts, Melissa Snyder and Mary Yohannan. It is June 9th of 2021, and we are officially into summer weather. We really are. Good morning. It has been, it's so good to see the summer weather. Welcome back, summer. No, I was just like, oh my goodness, like it's either freezing cold or like super hot here. But yeah, so finally some nice summer weather. Yay. And it's been such a long year with being, you know, inside a lot and at home. So I am especially glad to see the summer weather return this year. So and I know like in our part of the country, we're supposed to be having a ton of the like the the X, the brood X cicadas and we honestly haven't had that many. I think I heard one or two lone cicadas the other day because I was also a little nervous about being outside, especially with my girls who don't love bugs. Um, But we haven't had that many yet. So it's been pleasant and lovely. Oh my God. I can't believe it's been 17 years already. I remember when we lived outside of Baltimore and like you would walk out of the house and they would attack you. And it was like, I know. I know. I was telling my kids I was gradu- I graduated from college the last time. That was the year that they came out as the year I graduated from college. I remember driving home with all of my stuff in my then my boyfriend's now my husband's truck and it was like I could barely see through the windshield because they were just everywhere and I had this huge like I looked like the Beverly Hillbillies with like this huge truck pile with like poorly tied on t- like ropes and everything and trying to get home with the cicadas all. It was it was an experience so <laughs> I know. I wonder, like, with the change in weather and and everything, like, if something happened. I don't know. I'm sure. I'm pretty sure it's important that they come out every 17 years. Yeah, yeah. I've heard that too, especially for farming. You know, especially in farming communities, because they really aerate the ground, which is such a fascinating thing. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully, uh, they'll start coming out a little bit more. But yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh my goodness. I couldn't. And like, they're big too. <laughs> they really are. And they really have beady little orange eyes. If you've really looked at them, those eyes are really beady and orange and distinctive. So uh, yeah, I'm like, ooh, but um, too funny. So yeah, with it getting hot, it's getting hotter down in Orlando too. And mask back to mask wearing in the heat heat. Yeah. Not, not the, the good thing is that, you know, unlike last summer, you don't have to have them on outside at Disney. So I think that is, that is such a huge encouraging (laughs) thing. You know, I think I'm sure inside, especially when you're waiting, you know, depending on where you are in the lines and where the lines are inside. I know that that's probably not the most comfortable thing, but at least when you're outside in the sun, there's something, you know, there's something, some kind of caveat there. So. Exactly. So what we heard was, uh, you know, our uh, travel agent, Heather, Heather. (laughs) for two months, she was down there again. And talking to her the other day, she said that like, uh, now since, you know, you don't have to wear them outside, but you do have to wear them when you're in the queue. So, and and on the ride, right? Right, Like a lot of it is, um, you know, don't forget to keep your mask up. Don't forget to keep your mask up. Don't, you know, like have a magical ride, but don't forget to keep your mask up. Like she said, it was just like, if I heard the phrase one more time, like, don't forget to keep your mask up over your nose. She's like, I was going to go crazy. So, um, yeah, a little bit of that magic, I think you know, like, okay, it was, you know, before when you had to wear the masks all the time, it was like, oh, enjoy your ride, you know, see you when you get back, all those kinds of things. 
it's don't forget to put your mask up <laughs> yeah I mean, the good thing is Disney's being really careful and really taking a strict and conservative approach to it with so many people coming in from so many different places. You know, I think it, they have to, you know, to ensure that they're going to be able to keep people confident about coming to Disney. Yeah. So exactly. Yeah. Um, when we were at Hershey Park the other week, it was um, people, you know, the member, the cast members, they're probably not park people, whatever. Um, you know, they actually had hand sanitizer they would give you before you get on the ride, which surprised me that they were yeah. doing that because it's like all these mandates are getting more and more relaxed. And so um, they didn't really say anything about the mask because, you know, here in Pennsylvania, you don't need to wear the mask outdoors um in amusement parks and stuff like that but once you get in queue close to somebody um so but I was surprised they were still doing the hand sanitizer which I was kind of happy about that was nice um yeah so well and I I support that just nobody wants this to come back you know I don't think there's a single person that wants this to come back and I think it's good if people are, you know, especially when we're starting to see everything, the numbers decrease, that we're still being extra careful to kind of give ourselves the cushion to make sure that trend continues. And it's good to see that theme parks and venues like that are, you know, very conscious of that, especially with people coming from different areas and different, you know, it's not just Pennsylvanians who are there. So um, it's it's good to see that they're con- being very cognizant of that. So yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, plus, I mean, let's be honest, like, you know, a lot of the mandates that they lowered said, like, if you are vaccinated, you don't have to wear your mask, but how do you tell if somebody's vaccinated or not? I know that's, I, I was thinking about that too. My husband and I were actually discussing that, you know, it's, it's, it's the honor system. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> right, yeah. Speaking like that, sometimes that doesn't work so well. So, you know, no, no. And it's, you know, you really, I don't know the whole thing. Like I said to my husband, I was like, can you technically ask somebody if they've been vaccinated? Like Florida is so against asking anybody if they've been vaccinated. Like that's what's holding up the cruise line down there. Right. Right. And then um, I was reading yesterday, Texas is not, they're banning the passport vaccine. And I'm like, I didn't even know there was a passport. (laughs) I mean, there's been talk about it, but you know, like, so I don't know. It's been one of those things where it's been like super crazy. So, yeah. And I think in the absence of that and being respectful, if people don't want to give that information, then you have to just treat everybody as though they need to be sanitized and cleaned. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's it. Exactly. You know, well, like, it, you know, it's, 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 it's still a choice if somebody wants yeah. to get that or not and you can't force people to get it. Like, so. Right. You know, that's exactly right. You know, you can't force people. You can't. Um, but if you're going to be using the facilities of like a certain organization, then you have to adhere to their, their rules and their policies. And so then the trade-off is you got to be sanitized, stick those hands out, you know, every ride, you know? And I think that's where people get lost. They'll say like, yeah. oh, well, the CDC says I don't need to do this, but it's like, you guys have to remember like Disney and Universal are privately owned companies. Exactly. When you are on their property, they can yep. do and mandate what they want just like you know it's your right to carry a gun if you have you know a permit to do that and stuff like that but disney has banned all weapons on property so you have to adhere and respect that if you're making the choice to go to that particular organization's property and facility like then you make the choice you know you have to listen so So, yeah yeah i think the the line between understanding like you know, the federal state laws versus like a private company is an entirely 
It is. It is. And I think there's also like, I think everyone, and I don't know if it's just like a function of COVID, but I think sometimes there is, um, you know, some frustration with, while you might not, not agree with something, like you still have to respect it, you know, like that's just, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Rules are rules. Like, yeah, you know, like unfortunately, <laughs> you know, your rights are different than the rules of a right. privately owned company. So. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Like that's unfortunately just a reality that we just have to all accept, you know, and respect. Like, I know it's like, oh my goodness. Like, so, but you know, it's always the crazies who make the news, uh, cause it's newsworthy. So yep. yep. And there's lots of good things and, you know, and I like lots of good things going on in terms of people being safe and low numbers. So I think that should give everybody a lot of confidence that if you, if you are hearing these crazy extreme stories, they're not the norm. They're not yeah. the norm at all. Yeah. So. I know, but it also makes me wonder for every one crazy story, how many have happened that day in general? Like, no. I'm sure more than, you know, like it's, if have they reached newsworthy crazy, you know what I mean? Like we have this like scale probably. <laughs> I know, but all right, so let's jump into um, Disneyland opened yes. last week, their Marvel campus. So exciting. I know that was, that's exciting for you. I know you're a big Marvel fan. Oh, I love Marvel. Yeah. Marvel. <laughs> Marvel. <laughs> I need a little bit more coffee over here. Uh, yeah, I know. I love Marvel. But like, honestly, this whole Marvel campus thing, like, uh, we were talking about this earlier, like, so in 2019, we went to Disneyland mm -hmm. for the um, Boo Bat, not Boo Bash. Uh, not so scary. They didn't do the nuts. I think, actually, I think it was called Boo Bash, to be honest with you. They did something different, like the Oogie yeah, Boogie yeah. Bash or something. Oogie, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember you saying that now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that was like October of 2019, and they had just closed the Bugs Life land and were like tearing stuff down. So like having this open like 18 months later is crazy to me. You know what I mean? Like they were so super quick because like what we were talking about earlier is it takes forever for something to get built in Walt Disney World, right? Like molasses. <laughs> it's like molasses slowly pouring. <laughs> Oh yeah. So it's like, okay, let's talk about how many years Remy has been in the making. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay. yeah. so yeah. So I'm like really surprised like how quick they got this up and yeah. running and, and it's kind of like, it was very confusing to me, like yeah. what it was all about. Right. Yeah. And so like Disney is like slowly giving us different things that are occurring, you know, right. like first it was like, Oh, Spider-Man's out and about. And I'm sure like, everybody's seen the video of him jumping yeah. like being launched out of some cannon and doing a flip in the you know spider-man style but like it was like okay well what exactly is this are there rides you know how does this yeah. work so you know many years ago disney took the tower of terror and revamped it into guardians of the galaxy ride yes yeah so this is like really adjacent to that so there is still that ride there which is neat mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it, you know? Yeah. Um, I've heard good things about it. Yeah. So that's really good, but they have, they do have a new ride, which was confusing at first, right? right. <laughs> oh, Disney, Disney, Disney. Um, what is it called? Web Slinger? Is that the right word? 
So for those of you who are joining in, um, first time listener, you've listened a lot. Thank you for listening again, coming back. Um, if you've never been to Disneyland, oh, they have two parks. One is Disneyland and the other one is California Adventure. And over in California Adventure is where they have this new Marvel's campus. So um, and when it's kind of cool, it's just totally and utterly dedicated to the Marvel um, universe, um, which is really neat. Yeah. So what they're doing over there is this whole new campus and you can meet and greet all the different marvel characters anybody from iron man to captain america to black widow to ant-man and wasp like all of these ones so but they do have a new ride called web slingers right yeah yeah so i'm not a hundred percent sure i completely and utterly understand (laughs) (laughs) Like, I, I don't know, like I completely, and I'm sure it's like brand new technology, which is great, you know, like, let's be honest, like, right. So it's, it's kind of like immersive, would you say, Melissa, based off of what they've talked about in here? I think so. I mean, I think they're trying, I think that's what they're trying, this is what they're trying to convey, it seems. Yeah. So there's like a story to it in Disney fashion. There's going to be a story to it where you're in like a factory um, and you're helping Tony Stark with these new little spider robots. And then as you're going through something happens and the spider robots are multiplying and and now you have the ability to sling webs to stop them. Right. It's not just like you're, you're on the ride. Like think about a tradition, like small world, you know what I mean? Like you go, you're not part of the ride, you're observing the ride. So this is more of like, I want to say it reminds me more of what we're seeing at like Galaxy's Edge for the more participatory, immersive storytelling experiences where you have a role to play. Yeah. So you're part of the adventure or story, like the, you know. Exactly. Exactly. So it's kind of cool. Like, I like this, like, um, they give you 3D glasses. So that'll be interesting for those of you who do get sick on 3D rides. Um, Close those eyes if needed. Yeah. So you have 3D glasses. Um, And then while you're on the ride, they have like technology where it recognizes body movements and gestures. So like if you throw your hand out to like do a web, like it throws a web at the screen based off of your body movement. Yeah. So I thought that was like really cool. So I'll be interested to see how that works. Yeah. Um, And then the other thing is like, it looks like you can purchase gear. (laughs) It's, which is like, and the gear, is that, that's right. I guess I'm kind of lost. Is that the. It seems like the gear is something you purchase but it can be used on the ride to customize your experience. So for like the people who, you know, are in Disneyland all the time, huge Marvel right. people, like they want to get higher scores for this game. Um, right. You can purchase in the MCU, like. So it's new- like an upgrade. It's not. So even if you choose not to upgrade, you can still participate in the immersive hands-on experiences, but this is just takes it to another level. It looks like it. Yeah. Okay. That's, that's where I was kind of just, you know, is this something that's separate or, you know, can you still do all the things like the basic things on the right and still participate or, you know, that's where I was kind of, eh. 
I know. I was, and then the other thing is, like, if you're going to be purchasing gear to customize the experience, then, like, you know, is it hooked to the app? So then, when you go into the app, you know, like, okay, this was my score the last time to beat the score this time, or, you know, I mean, like, I don't know how all that works. So there's, there's nothing. I think it would have to be because otherwise, how would you track it? You know what I mean? Like, there would be no record or way of tracking it. I would think that it would have to be. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It'll, it'll be interesting. I haven't read anything about anybody having been on this ride yet. So I don't, it says that the campus opened on the 4th of June, but I don't know if web slingers. I just love the name. I think it's such a great name for an experience. (laughs) Yeah. Especially a Spider-Man experience. So that's kind of really cool. Um, I think so. I think it's like Slinger, I think is just like such a cool, you know, really cool name to have to that. So, but you know, the crazy thing is there's a Spider-Man ride over at Universal Orlando. Mm. Oh, which is very interactive. You don't sling webs on that one, but that one's very interactive. It's a really fun ride. So um, it's interesting now that Universal and Disney both have a Spider-Man ride. That is interesting. That is interesting. I wonder if, I wonder if we're going to see a trend and this is just me on like a tangent that we don't have to address, but I wonder if we're going to see really a trend, um, with future rides where it's going to be participatory, you know what I mean? More of than just observing the ride and, you know, it's like, yeah, you're going on part of the adventure, but you know, for some things like you're not really a part of it, but now it seems that we are, we're seeing some things where you can have abilities and influence and kind of beyond what you would expect other rides so yeah it it is literally that's our culture we want bigger better kind of of it yeah like honestly like I love Marvel don't get me wrong but the Bugs Life Land was the cutest thing yeah it was such a great area for little kids you know like I feel it like in California Adventure, there's, there is stuff for little kids, but just not as much. And this literally was their own land. It was super cute. Like, I mean, I loved it. And now like you took that kid's land and you've literally made it into an adult. That's a bummer. Yeah. Kind of thing. And don't get me wrong. Marvel is huge. Like, I mean, let's be honest, like how many different Marvel Lokis comes out this week, which I'm super excited about on Disney plus, like, and you know, they have all these series and stuff like that. So it was about time they did a Marvel's campus. And of course, if they're going to do it first anywhere, they're going to do it in Disneyland. Right. Cause it's just closer to Hollywood out there, (laughs) but, um, I don't know. Like, I'm kind of like, all right, well, are they upping their game? Because Universal's rides are so interactive and they always have been interactive and people like Universal because of that. So I kind of wonder in some way, is Disney trying to get to that level? Right. Right. I was going to say that because, you know, thinking about too, like the wands and stuff, the interactive wands, um, you know, they're an extra purchase, but and they heighten the experience that when you're at Universal. So it's, it seems, you know, like a precursor to kind of what we're seeing. Well, okay, so now you can still experience these interactive things on the ride. But if you buy this extra thing, like you can go the extra level, you know? Mm-hmm. So I just, I feel like we're going to be seeing more of that. Which will be interesting because yeah. then is it, is it a shift in, okay, Disney is definitely like, let's be honest, Melissa, when somebody contacts us, like they, if they have little kids under the age of 10, they think yeah. Disney and they think Universal is for kids over 10. Right. Yeah. 
drives me nuts, people. I'm just going to tell you, I take all the time and they love it. Okay. So, (laughs) but you know, that's what people think. So if Disney's going this route, then does that close the gap for Universal to say, oh, wow, maybe we'll make some more kid lands, more friendly things. Cause you know, the whole super, you know, epic universe that they were going to build with the super, um, super Mario brothers, Nintendo world, like, yeah, I feel like that was going to close the gap too. So I don't know. But um, yeah, so you get to meet all of these great Marvel characters over here at this new MCU. And isn't that interesting, just what you just said, like how Disney seems to be, they're going in opposite directions. Like Disney has this I think reputation for really catering to the younger kids, you know, oh, there's not enough for my older kids or my adults to do there, mm-hmm. where Universal's the opposite. And, you know, just like you said, like that's interesting to think about if they're going to be going more in an opposite direction, like trying to pull in those younger people. And I think that you're right, the Super Mario World is going to be huge. For it them, is. So. It's huge in Japan. Like, oh my goodness. Huge. My kids are like, anxiously waiting for that well the universal in hollywood already has it like yeah building it so it'll be interesting to see i know once it goes up out there the kids are gonna be like we want to go so oh yeah yeah that's fine but um so it'll be nice we can do that and then do disneyland and see this new marvels yeah ride and let people know how it goes but that's interesting and then they have food over here too which is going to be you know, in, in Disney fashion, like the food is related to whatever is at that particular part of the park. Right. Which I love. I love that. Yes. So, you know, when you go to star Wars land, expect food that is star Wars related, you know, the blue milk and all that kind of stuff. So there's going to be fun food over here at the Marvel's, um, campus too. So this is going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be great. I know just to meet and greet some of the characters will be really cool. So, but, um, all right, cool. So can we move on to, um, I really don't, I really don't even want to talk about, it. I just get so frustrated talking about this. <laughs> We're going to move on to boobash. Oh yes. The boobash. <laughs> Disney and their extra ticketed events. Oh goodness. You know, again, my beef with Disney Universal does. So last year they didn't do the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party, right? Which was fine. They didn't want to do it. Um, and and Universal didn't do Horror Nights, but they did still do something Halloween related. Yeah, right. And they had their tribute stores and everything. Yeah, exactly. So now this year Disney decides, okay, we're still not going to do Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party. Yes. Right. <laughs> But we will do a ticketed after hours event called Boobash. Yeah. And tickets range from $129 a person to $199 a person. Is that correct? That's right. And I think, you know, you can expect the lower prices to follow the same pattern. So the further you are from the holiday, the lower the prices. The closer you get to the holiday, you're going to see the prices increase. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Um, so yesterday you could technically um call in if you had an existing disney resort reservation in the months of august september and october or if you are a disney vacation club also known as dvc member Mm -hmm. so (laughs) let's 
talk about how that crashed the system. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it crashed Disney's system. Shocking. <laughs> oh my goodness. Like, okay. So for all of you listening, let's be honest here. Like what we've been told from multiple cast members is that Disney's reservation system is the same system from 1971. <laughs> and the front end is just like, you know, slapping paint on a pig as the <laughs> saying goes. Yep. Um, they redo the front end, but they've never redone the back end, which surprises me so much because I kind of feel like, you know, if you want to be up on the latest technology, like throw money at that reservation system, you yeah. know, help people out, like be able to, you know, like, do multiple things with the system, including yeah. if somebody has an existing resort reservation or is a DVC member and we can go in and say, okay, here's the existing resort reservation, add these tickets. It would take two seconds to add tickets to an existing resort reservation, pay them off and be on our way. Right. 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 Yesterday, travel agents were on. So with the Disney system, when you call in, you can only be on for three hours and then it drops you. So if nobody picks up in three hours, you've listened to the lovely Disney music, which by the way, that's what they play. These lovely Disney, different things from different yeah. parts, the music, you know, yeah. you hear the, the train call, the Epcot music, the haunted yep. mansion music, all that kind of stuff, which is fine. But yeah. when you've been on for three hours and it's looped three times, like, I mean, I feel like I go crazy, right? Yeah. Yeah, after you've heard the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, same thing. Travel agents yesterday, and one of our own very own agents, shout out to Emily Nugent, was on trying to get through from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. last night. Yes, and every three hours it would disconnect because nobody picks up. So this is what was happening to travel agents yesterday. So if you guys are listening and you use a travel agent, give a shout out to your travel agent because they worked so hard for you yesterday for these tickets. You people would be on and in the middle of like giving the credit card information to purchase the tickets because they were at the three hour market, drop the call. Oh, which yeah. it, I can't, I can't even tell you how flawed and frustrating that must have been. Oh my God. I feel so bad. Like I read all these comments in different travel agent forums yesterday and I felt so bad. And then I felt even worse because like on other Disney forums, travel agents were like, I can get tickets. But the truth is, you know, maybe they got some tickets for their clients, but it wasn't easy. So again, yeah. if you've been using a travel agent to get these boo bash tickets, give them some love today because they're yeah. going to need it. <laughs> so that all started yesterday. Now that again, you could call in starting yesterday. If you have an existing resort reservation for August, September or October, or you are a Disney vacation club, DVC member, right. general public tickets go on sale the 15th. So, right. which is not, that's next week, right? Where, where are we? I don't even have a calendar in front of me. Yeah. It's the ninth. Yeah. Yeah. So that's next week. So it's not that far away. Next Tuesday, right. get them if you don't have um, a resort reservation or anything. So let's talk about, okay, the tickets are expensive, right? Yeah. yeah. Which it's a limited amount of people allowed in the park. Right. right? Okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm just like wondering, like, is it limited? It must be limited if it's. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. limited capacity. Okay. All right. So it's 23 nights starting October or August 10th. There's mm-hmm. going to be 23 nights of this. And it's from 9 p.m. to midnight. Right. Okay. Nine. A lot later start than what we were seeing with the not so scary Halloween party, like significantly later start. Now let's be honest. The Mickey's not so scary Halloween party still went to like one, sometimes 2 a.m. I think it went to 2 a.m. on Halloween. Absolutely. But I think the key for that was that it started at seven, you know, and you could get into the parks with your admission band starting at four o'clock without needing a separate park ticket that day. So, you know, that really catered, I think, to people, families with younger kids because of the early start time. I think that was crucial. Yeah. Plus, uh, it seemed like it was going to be a lot more family. It was a lot more family family with trick or treating. Trick or treating, of course, you know, that's all that fun stuff. Yeah. But with this one, apparently you can get in at 7 p.m., which makes Mm -hmm. me wonder what time they'll be closing Magic Kingdom on these days. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, but here's the fun thing about this, right? Like there's going to be special calvacades, which you love your calvacades. Yes. Right? Yes, I do. I, there's nothing like the, you know, just you're wandering and then randomly these magical characters appear, you know, parading through. Yeah. So there's going to be a couple of those that happen. There's a Mickey's Happy Halloween Calvacade. There's a Disney Mm -hmm. Villains Halloween one, Nightmare Before Christmas. Um, This is is Halloween. That's part of Night Before Christmas. But like classic kind of stuff. Yeah. So three Calvacades in a three hour time frame, which seems like a lot. Yeah. I mean, I think it is when you think about you know, cause they're not just one, one thing going through, like they're going to be a, a couple things, you know, and that they don't speed through. Yeah. So that's pretty constant. Yeah. So that seems like, and you know, the calvacades take anywhere between 20 to 40 minutes. So yeah. it's like, as soon as one's done, it, it, it seems like another one's going to be yeah. going right. Yeah. And yeah, follow, they pretty much follow the same route, right. Coming yep. out of frontier land into. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So I feel like that's going to clog up a lot of stuff because you can't cross through, right? Right. That is, it's going to, yeah. Interesting. Unless they're shorter, you know what I mean? Oh, maybe, yeah, if they are. Maybe they're going to be shorter because they're so frequent. It'll be interesting to see how that pans out. Yeah. So three different cavalcades at night, which is pretty cool. Each one themed differently. So let's be honest, like, you know, that's going to be an interesting mix. Yeah. So maybe they won't be as long since there's three of them and they're each. Yeah. Um, so you're going to have like some um, friends lurking about. <laughs> which is exciting too. <laughs> um, so people, so there's going to be different special characters that come out which was always one of my favorite things with the Mickey's not so scary Halloween party was the characters dressing up in Halloween costumes. Let's I be love that. I know there's nothing more magical than that than seeing your favorite characters just dressed up for Halloween. I think that's great. I know that's awesome. So that looks like uh, fun. And then there's the cadaver dance. Yes. Instead of the dapper dance. I love that. <laughs> oh my goodness. So they're going to be back for this. So that'll be a lot of fun too. 
And then this is the other great thing that I love. So you guys might think like, okay, this ticket is quite expensive, but they're including complimentary snacks. Which I think that, so, cause, so when I was looking at the cost for this, honestly, I was like, oh my goodness, this seems astronomical because you're not having the trick or treating. And I think that was such a big thing, you know, because it was just very ample, amply provided treats for the trick or treating. And I think there were like a couple little things you could get, but these, um, complimentary snacks and stuff seem a little bit more, you know, more in depth. So I guess maybe that's where the cost also seems to be kind of leveling out. So, yeah, I think so too. And select beverages they say are included yeah. as well. So, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. let's preface though, not alcohol people. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. But it, it seems more of like a dessert party type thing, or like, you know, how they have like the fireworks or like the kind of after like the dessert party where they have like this selection of the more themed gourmet types of in-depth types of treats and stuff. Um, you know, yeah. versus the not so scary, the typical not so scary. So there's some snacks included, but then there's also other specialty food and drinks that you can purchase right off of those things. So um, there will be like the foolish mortal funnel cake available and, and some other of those fun stuff. So like, um, you know, don't expect to. It's not all free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, Okay, so the other nice thing is they're really bragging about waiting in line um, for certain rides. So they're going to have about 20 attractions open, including some of the favorites like Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Haunted Mansion. Well, duh. I mean, <laughs> you definitely want Haunted Mansion open for a Halloween yeah. night, right? Like, yeah. let's be honest here. Um, Big Thunder Mountain. Uh, Space Mountain, Peter Pan's Flight, a couple of those big attractions are going to be open. So with less crowds, you're going to have less wait times. So that'll be nice, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you, you know, have trouble getting on those, you're down there for those big, you know, this might be just nice just to get like, um, almost like paying for a fast pass. Yeah. Yeah. Being included. Yeah. Um, it says the Disney photo pass will be available to take magical and spooky shots throughout the night. So it sounds like they're including maybe some different types of, um, like, what do you call them? The animations? The magic shots. <clears throat> yeah. 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 So that would be fun, right? Like, yeah. That's if you a have, benefit. Yeah. So if you have photo pass while you're down there, yeah. then you can just literally use it for that night too. Yeah. And have some special different, you know, things that you probably wouldn't have offered to you when you're just going through the parks during the normal, you know, Halloween months, you know, the celebration months. So these are some special things, which sounds kind of cool. Oh, no, I know. Exactly. Right. Um, yeah. And then you can get in as early as 7 p.m. Um, and you do not need an additional theme park ticket to get in. You just need this one ticket. Well, thank goodness. Because I know, right? <laughs> oh yes I'm glad to see they've kept that you know that tradition the same <laughs> um so it looks like they're allowing people to dress in costumes for the events which is nice another kind of nod to the not so scary which I appreciate that continuity of tradition there yes but again they still have their mandates of no yeah masks allowed especially right. for adults you know they can only be worn for children under 14 it does look like they're going to have trick-or-treating around the park too and the masks that they're talking about are costume masks not like the the covid masks they're talking about like the full face covering costume masks 
Yeah, we got to preface that now. I know, we? right? Like just thinking about it, I was like, oh, we have to distinguish now because our understanding of masks, what we associate with it, you know, as a, as a society now is completely, you know, so. Yeah, um, ain't that the truth? Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay, guys, like no crazy Halloween masks that cover your entire face and go with your costume kind of thing. But right. they've never like, said anything though about like face painting. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I think that's been fine in the past. I think it's just when you're, when you think about what is that character from the scary movies that I never watched growing up? Cause they were terrifying. Like the hockey mask, like Jason. Oh yeah. You know, like that type of thing. Yeah. We're talking about full coverage. You know what I mean? Like Iron Man going as yeah. Iron Man. Yeah, 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 exactly. Oogie boogie and wearing yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Wearing. yeah. yeah. That makes sense. So, but it's kind of neat that you could be able to dress up. So yeah. it'll always be interesting. I love to go and see um, some of the influencers and sewers yeah. who go and they sew their own costumes and, and they like, I mean, I just think that's so cool when I go up. The, it's not the people wearing the costumes that they purchased from somebody else. It's the people who made their own that, yeah. like if it's a Halloween dress, it's related to Nightmare Before Christmas or a villain, like there was a haunted mansion. Like the, I love seeing when people like, especially the haunted mansion related stuff. I think that's one of the reasons I love Halloween at Disney world so much is because people who really celebrate the haunted mansion come out with these really creative costumes and you see, you know, highlighted parts of the actual ride in their costumes. And I think that's so cool at that time of year. So. Exactly. 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 <clears throat> so yeah I mean this will be great there's again 23 nights starting August 10th yeah and ending the 31st and guys I hate to say this but like if you plan on going the 31st what we've heard is that the tickets are sold out yeah yeah for Halloween night already sold out yeah now, these tickets are non-refundable, non-transferable. So if you see somebody trying to sell tickets online, please do not try and get those tickets. They are not yeah. transferable to you. Yep. Yeah. So, oy, oy, oy. but yeah, there's a lot of nights in October. So um, if you can get close to that, but yeah, they don't go on the sale to general public until next week I think this was the problem I don't think there was such a frenzy for these tickets until Disney turned around and said only these people on this date can get these tickets yeah yeah it, because it gives people you know if, if I don't take the chance now you know I'm not going to have a chance and I think you know, historically, it, 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 there was always a rush to get the tickets at the beginning, but there was op there were openings and there were spaces and it was a little bit well let's kind of see you know um, but now it's like, because everything is, well, it's this and this and this, and it's like the park reservations. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, everyone just doesn't want to miss the boat, which I understand, you know, everything's so limited and you don't know specifically what their capacity is. It's, you know, you just don't know. Oh, I know it's, it's pretty crazy. So Yeah. But it should, it sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. I know when Disney has done their after hours over at Animal Kingdom, it's been hugely successful. Yeah. I love all their extra ticketed stuff. I love, you know, when they've done like the morning extra hour, like events, like the special early magic or whatever, you know, that, that you purchase an extra ticket for or the evening. They're always really fun. They're always, you know, I always go and feel like I it was money well spent. I got my money's worth, you know? Oh yeah, absolutely. So I've never not gone to one of those and felt like, man, that was a ripoff. Never, never once in my life. So, and I've done a bunch. 
Honestly, you know what I'm looking forward to is Horror Nights. Oh, I know. You and your Horror Nights. Come <laughs> oh, <laughs> over I with know. the Disney characters where it's less scary. <laughs> I can't wait. Like, oh, we went um, for a beer yesterday. My parents are still in town. So we went for a beer yesterday. And I was like, all right. We sat down and we like hashed out our Horror Nights adventure. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I know, I'm sorry. but you know what? This year over at um, Universal, it's the 30th anniversary of the Horror oh, Wow. I know it was supposed to be celebrated last year. However, with COVID, they didn't, you know, obviously celebrate it. So um, it's the 30th year. So I was like, oh my goodness. Like we came up with a whole game plan. Like, okay, this night we're going to do this. And then this, you know, we're going to get two nights yeah. of kids and, and do the, yeah, like, it was just like pretty crazy. So um, I'm so excited for horror nights and I'm so excited. Like, come on now, even you have to say you love Beetlejuice, right? It's all right. I don't know. I like <laughs> Ghostbusters. I like Ghostbusters. I don't Beetlejuice. I don't know. It's gross to me. I don't know. <laughs> it's not my thing. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love Beetlejuice. Like, yeah, I don't know. What I mean. <sighs> just love Beetlejuice like it's just a funny movie to me um there are parts of it where I'm like oh you know um but uh yeah so they're gonna have a Beetlejuice house this year that I think will be really I'm so interested to see you know I like how they do all the details with things I do like that no matter how scary it is I really appreciate when there's strong theming and attention to detail regardless of what it is the whatever the content or focus is I appreciate that very much so I'm very interested to see those things I'm interested to see what the other houses are going to be. Yeah. Yeah. They, they had the only thing they posted so far. I'm on their website right now is literally just the Beetlejuice thing. Everything else is coming soon, coming soon, which it better be soon people because yeah, <laughs> like we need to get tickets, but like, yeah. Yeah, I'm just like so excited that, um, oh, I just can't wait. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Oh, hard nights. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I kind of am like, well, I did, we, we don't take the kids to hard nights. Let me just preface. We don't take our young kids to hard yeah. nights. <laughs> it's literally like the one thing that we do by ourselves. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but uh, it's, it, it literally is great for adults to just go and do something different and not have to worry about like the PC of, of yeah. everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. It really like, and in universal fashion, they immerse you in that entire house and make you feel like you're part of it. I mean, you know, in the Ghostbusters, when she's at the, at the top of the thing and she's talking about Gozar. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah corner and the lady literally was up on the steps looked exactly the same was dressed in the same thing saying the same thing in the same I was like I'm in the movie right like yeah yeah. which is so cool that's where you know that's what's like I think really I love when they do things like that and I love seeing those things regardless of how scary it is because it's always so well done and if it really can make you feel like you're there you know they've done their job oh Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah, so we're like planning it out. I'm like, okay, one night we're going to do all the houses and then another night we're going to go and get the food and the drinks and yeah. enjoy everything else. Cause I honestly feel like there's so much going on. And if you're waiting in line for the houses, like all night long, you totally miss out. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And so I'm like, let's have a two night game plan of trying to do this. So yeah. 
yeah so i'm super excited about that that was my little um pitch for universal (laughs) (laughs) i love it all right so i don't think we have time for anything else to talk about so but i think it was all good stuff that we talked about all exciting stuff and good information yes yes so guys you know um the marvel uh campus is open right now which is exciting and hopefully we'll get some more news of various things that are opening out there and get some you know more tips and tricks on that and if you want those boobash tickets guys uh they're on sale now if you have a reservation or you're a dvc member so uh, try and get them. Uh, expect a long wait time though. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Expect, but like we said, you know, Disney in their fashion has that fun music that they get to play uh, and you get to listen to that. So that's nice. Um, but other than that, they go on sale to general public the 15th. So next Tuesday. Um, so exciting. And what we've heard is October 31st is sold out. So I'm yeah. sorry if you wanted tickets for those days. Um, and again, do not purchase them online from somebody selling them. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Don't make that mistake. I know, right? Like, oof. but um, all right, guys. Well, thanks for joining us today. We'll yeah. See. Thank you so much for listening and, and talking Disney and some universal stuff with us. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Have a great week. Have a great week.